the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. But about that day or hour, no one knows. Not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage. Up to the day Noah entered the ark, And they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. That is how it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding with a hand mill. One will be taken and the other left. Therefore, keep watch. Because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. But understand this. If the owner of the house had known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not have let his house be broken into. So you also must be ready, because the the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. The Gospel of the Lord. Today is the first day of Advent. Advent is the beginning of the season where we prepare for Christmas. And I already see the big smiles on your faces. (laughs) We have a gift for you. And you each get an Advent calendar. And this is your countdown calendar for what? What are we... For Christmas, right. We're counting down the days of Christmas. Um, There's purple, there's blue, and there's um, a black one. So they're different. And you can choose which one you want. So I'm going to show you them, and Reverend Karen and I are both. You can choose which one you want. We have plenty. Now, when you are, if, if somebody else takes one that you want, we have more. We're going to give you that one. So, do you want that one? Which one? Acolytes, we'll get you after since you have your hands full. Um, In the gospel reading today, we hear the words, there are two words I want you to be mindful of this Advent season. Watch out. Watch out. That's what we're doing in the Advent season. We're watching out for what's coming in four weeks. And it starts today. Um, parents, this is a little, you know, it's November 27th, but this starts, you start it when you want, but you could start today. We're watching out for who's coming, the birth of Jesus, and we're going to have a little journey together, and this is the first week, and so you can see behind you, AJ helped light the blue candle, one blue candle, that's for the first week. And we're watching out and we're preparing. 
Some of you brought in animals and started to decorate the manger where Jesus is going to be born. So the story is going to evolve over four weeks. That means don't miss a week. You're not going to want to miss a single part of the story. Okay? Happy Advent. Please be seated. I want you to think with me for just a moment. For some, you might have to think very far back. For some, it may be a long ways back. But I want you to think about a time when in your life you went through a period and you got to the end of that period and you had to say, I didn't see that one coming. You ever had one of those, I didn't see that coming moments? What was that like for you? I didn't see that coming. Um, give me some examples. What would a time like that be, have been like for you? Pardon? Surpri okay, surprise. Give me an example. What was that time? All right. Max at communion. I didn't expect that. <clears throat> okay. You were indignant when it. Okay. Didn't see that coming. I'll stand still. Is it all right if I stand still? It's not popping anymore? Okay, good. I didn't see that coming. I'm on the... Go ahead. Election results. Okay, very good. Didn't see that coming. Yes. Oh, he's giving me another mic. I'll just stand here until it pops again. Or not. I'm good so far. All right, what else? Didn't see that coming. Pardon? Family illness, okay. Yes. Here I go. Finding out you're going to be a great-grandmother. Wow. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. There you go. Gone.
recognize that this was, yeah. Should you have known that this was going to, no, wouldn't have known, okay. Hang on, I'll get situated here. Eventually. <clears throat> That's one way to spend 10 minutes in a sermon right here, messing with a microphone. This last weekend, I was on my way to Paso Robles to spend time with family for Thanksgiving. And I was on the train, and the train is always a wonderful adventure. You know, there are certain, there's a schedule. You arrive at the station, you expect the train is going to be there relatively close to that time. You get on the train and you have a reasonable expectation it's going to arrive at its destination at the appointed time or thereabouts the appointed time. We stopped in Goleta, pulled off, to this, off on the track, a side track, and uh, we just sat there for probably half an hour. And then an announcement came on and said that we were going to be shortly underway and we were going to be stopping at the next station stop and they said, do not be alarmed by the police presence that you see at the stop. Nothing happening here, just go on about your business. We get to the stop and there is an army of police officers outside of the train. I'm in a different car, so I don't know exactly what's going on. I just know there are a lot of officers here. After I'm ready to get off, the, uh, one of the conductors came into our car and was sharing with us that what had happened was there was a woman on the train with a little dog. And the conductor had made mention of the dog, and the woman didn't like what the conductor said about the dog and took and yanked his tie and hit him upside the head, and they locked her in the bathroom until the train could stop and the police could escort her off of the train. Didn't see that coming, right? But eventually, I ended up where I was supposed to be and had a great time with family and saw grandkids and all the things that Thanksgiving is supposed to be, including my Lions winning on Thanksgiving Day, you know, just... It was perfect, just the way that it was supposed to be. But things don't always happen the way that you expect them to happen. And sometimes those out of the blue, I never saw that coming, some of those moments are the real blessings in life. I've said it before, and I think it bears repeating, and many of you can testify to the fact, if you were to count the blessings, those things for which you are most thankful, Many of the items on that list would probably be things that you hadn't anticipated. Life didn't go the way that you expected it to go. Life didn't go the way you planned for it to go. But if it had gone the way that you planned it to go, you would have missed a blessing that became possible only because life didn't go the way you expected it to go. A gospel lesson for this morning. Jesus conjures up the image of Noah. And we all remember the story of Noah, right? Can you imagine being alive in Noah's day, maybe being a neighbor of Noah's? And Jesus says in the gospel, you're going about life. People are marrying and giving in marriage, and women are grinding wheat in the, in the, in the granaries, and life is just going on. 
to one of Noah's neighbors, and it starts to rain, and the waters start to increase. And you're thinking, I, I, what is this? I, I don't understand what this is. And finally, the, the flood comes, and it's too late. And you might be saying, I didn't see that coming. But if you'd been paying attention as one of Noah's neighbors, you'd have seen and maybe even called the neighborhood association about a CCNR violation for this guy who's building this whatever it is in his backyard. Noah was prepared. Noah was aware of what was happening and was prepared. His neighbors could have been. They had the same opportunity to be prepared, but they weren't paying attention. And Jesus in the gospel lesson doesn't say, watch out, I'm coming, get your act together, be afraid, be very afraid. Jesus says, be aware. As in the days of Noah, you don't know when the Son of Man is going to come. There is an opportunity that will present itself that if you're not paying attention, you will miss the opportunity. I like to think of this in a positive term. How many times have you looked back on your life and saw an opportunity that you weren't paying attention to at the time and thought, oh, if I had only been paying attention. We live in a day that it's very easy for us to be distracted. Life goes in a lot of different directions very fast. And it's easy even for people of faith, such as we ourselves, to be so caught up in the day-to-day -day of life that we forget the things that matter most. And the things that matter most are generally not what we work for every day, but the people that we see. I'm surprised somebody didn't say, that, uh, I didn't see that coming, the election. I've been having a lot of people saying that of late. Didn't see that coming. Look, should we have seen it coming? Should we be worried? How many times before have we been lived in uncertain times and we look back from some place in the future at that uncertain time and realize that though we didn't understand what was going on, God did understand what was going on and God was providing for us even when we did not recognize that God was providing for us. The Old Testament lesson, had we read it in this service, would be a passage from Isaiah that talks about a time of peace, when the swords would be pounded into plowshares. If you're thinking about how to bring about peace, there aren't too many people in this day and age who are saying the way to peace is to get rid of all of our weapons. In fact, there is a pretty strong segment of our population who says that the, the way to peace is by having more weapons. Peace through strength. But Jesus was very countercultural. Jesus invited people to a kind of relationship with God and a relationship with each other that defied human logic. Jesus came to bring peace. But he didn't come to bring peace through regime change. Jesus came to bring peace by changing people's hearts. If you read through the 
24th chapter of Matthew where our gospel lesson for today is contained and into the next chapter, the 25th chapter. These are apocalyptic readings. But Jesus gives the secret to finding and living out what really matters. Jesus gives the secret to peace. And it's found in loving each other. Doing for the least of these as you would have done it unto Christ. Doing for others as you would have done to yourselves. It's not a regime change. It's a heart change. In this Advent season, there are many of us who are looking forward and saying, we're hoping and praying for a time of peace. And some of us even have prescriptions. Here's how that's supposed to happen. Here's how that will come to pass. We live in a troubled nation. Here's how we bring peace in our nation. We live in a troubled church. Here's how we bring peace in our church. We're going to be electing a new bishop this weekend, this coming weekend, as a diocese. And there are many of my colleagues who are saying, I know exactly who we need. I know exactly the kind of person that we need. Here's how the election is going to go. And I'm confident by the time we get to the end, it'll be, well, we never saw that one coming. But God and God's sovereignty will provide exactly what we need as we need it. Don't hear me saying carry, out, uh, carry on life with a Pollyanna kind of an attitude that says it doesn't matter what I do. Because it does matter what we do. If there is ever going to be peace on this in this earth, if there is ever going to be peace in our church, it's going to be not because we sat back and waited for God to do something miraculous, it's because we stepped forward and were a part of the miraculous that God wants to do through our loving one another. I saw a movie with my granddaughter Paige on Friday evening. It's in the theaters. It's called Trolls. Have you seen it? Anyone seen it? A little animated. We got to the theater at 8.45. She's 16 years old. This is the movie she wanted to see. She wanted to see Trolls. I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> we got into the theater, and there are only two people in the theater, the two of us, who had an exclusive showing of Trolls in Paso Robles. And here, this movie, I'm looking, watching this kid's movie, and I'm thinking, I I'm not sure what this is about. I don't know anything about Trolls. The whole point of the movie was happiness is not what we seek. Happiness is already found inside. Peace is not what we seek. Peace is already here as we live as men and women of peace. May this Advent season, a season of hope, find us as hopeful followers of Jesus Christ living peaceful lives, loving one another, and bringing about a change in our world one person at a time. May we be that kind of change agent to the glory of God in Jesus' name.